Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Covering COVID-19. I know it's been a long time, no see, but um, had midterms and everything, so now I'm back, and I'm ready to discuss a very important topic to me, and I think most um, people my age, which is mental health and how it has been impacted by COVID-19. Um, we're going to take a look at it today, especially because Mental Health um, World Mental Health Day was just a few weeks ago on October 10th, and I think it's something that we should not just stop talking about in um, at the end of one day or even at the end of Mental Health Month. I think it's important to start um, to continue the mental health conversation, especially in the way the world is right now. Um, so today I want to give you a little bit of background on COVID-19, how it's influenced mental health, and I'm pretty sure we've all experienced in one way or another mental health effects because of COVID-19, whether it be the social isolation or maybe you lost your job or maybe you haven't got to see your family in a long time or Maybe you've just been completely bored out of your mind. Cabin fever is real. So now that we are um, possibly approaching a second wave of cases, according to some studies and um, different information, I just want to talk about maybe um, how to how the media can do a better job of, for one, caring for their own mental health while covering all this crazy stuff, and also to actually covering COVID-19 and its actual effects for mental health, because I found little, I mean, I found some research on it, but there's not really any, like, journalistic research, um, I mean, journalistic articles. So, um, here is a study done in August of this year that is called The Implications of COVID-19 for Mental Health and Substance Abuse. And in this um, study, they found that 53% of adults in the United States reported that their mental health has been negatively impacted due to worry and stress over the coronavirus. 53%, that is half of adults in the U.S. And that is significantly higher than the 32% originally before COVID-19, um, or at least in March, whenever the COVID-19 pandemic was really um, before the up take in cases here in the U.S. Um, some of the issues that have been reported is difficulty sleeping, eating, um, increases in substance abuse and alcohol consumption, worsening chronic conditions, um, and just worry and stress. Those are all things that could be um, influenced by COVID-19 and can take an impact on your mental health. There's really a... Um, a big change that we've seen after the COVID-19 pandemic. I think a lot of people are um, using, seeing now the loneliness and social isolation can actually take an impact on your mental health. And people are starting to really pay more attention to those kind of issues because we have not had, we've been surrounded by it constantly. Usually in everyday life, pre-COVID-19, we would get a break in some way. But everybody is being bombarded constantly. COVID-19, new mandates, new restrictions, maybe even possibly um, they've been locked down. They lost their job. It's constantly just bombarded by the trash storm that has been 2020. 
And I think that's something that a lot of people are realizing has taken a toll on mental health and people are starting to pay more attention to that and starting to realize that um, recently. So I want to talk about now the impacts of constantly covering COVID-19 and how that would impact you as a journalist. So first, I want to give a little bit of my background. So as I mentioned a few episodes ago, I am a reporter for my school newspaper, and I am the assistant news editor. And I started in May, so right in the middle of COVID-19, smack dab in the middle. And pretty much every single story I covered over the entire summer was something to do with COVID-19, how my university was handling it, um, CARES funding, where are we going to come back to school in August, and all these different things all pertaining to COVID-19. So every article I was writing, it was involved in some way in COVID-19. And I started to realize, like, like this was taking a toll on me. It definitely made me more anxious, made me more worried and stressed and constantly thinking about COVID-19 more than, I guess, um, a normal individual would be, even though they're constantly being bombarded by it, too. But as a journalist, it's your job to take all this information and streamline it into something for somebody that's easily digestible. And so it's constantly us um, taking these gibberish emails from my school's president. We're looking at reports or taking data from um, our governor and translating that into something that's easily digestible for audience and reader and readers who this actually pertains to. And constantly having to do that in-depth research and really just throwing yourself into making the best piece that you can on this really terrible time in the world can really take a toll on you. And I did realize that I was having a very, um, I had very bad anxiety, which I normally deal with anyway. So that was just something that I myself noticed. Um, but another factor, since I am new to the staff, I have never actually got to meet our staff completely in person. And I probably won't be able to for a while now because we've closed down our office um, for group meetings and things like that due to COVID-19 restrictions. And while we are just a college newspaper, this is happening across the nation. Um, I know I've been following um, reporters from the Louisville Courier-Journal on Twitter, and they have not been into the newsroom, or they hadn't been over the summer, for like a hundred and some days. So they had not been able to see their co-workers in person. They had been isolating at home, covering all this very important um, news, not only with COVID-19 for them, but also with um, the Breonna Taylor protest in Louisville, all on their own, going through that alone or through a Zoom meeting. It's just not the same as being in person. And I think as journalists, we need to find a way to balance what we cover and who we are, because though we are great journalists, everybody is more than the career choice that they choose even though that may be hard to realize sometimes. But it's important that we set a work-life balance, especially in this crazy time. Um, so I have taken some time for myself, and I started new hobbies, and 
taking time to just do things that I like and spend a lot more time with my fiance when I'm not doing work for my school paper or my other job at the conversationalist. But it's been something that's been really hard for me to adjust to is setting those boundaries. And I'm still working on it and everything's a work in progress. But um, I think that's something that all of us need to do a better job of. And it may be harder now since we're at our house. Like, how do you set boundaries when you're at home? How do you set work-life balance whenever you're at home all the time? Um, I think it's important for one to create your own space to work. Create a desk or a certain space in your home and leave the work there. You do the work there and then you leave the work there. That is your workspace. Um, it's a little bit harder for me because I do social media management. So it's just for my phone. And so anytime I'm on my phone, I'm constantly checking, trying to manage all of our accounts and stuff like that. Um, so I'm still working on that. And if you have any advice, I'd love to hear that. Um, as for some other things, um, I think while it is important that we take care of ourselves as journalists, it's also important that we take care of our audience and make sure that they are aware of the things that are happening. So one thing that I came across in my research for this episode was there wasn't a whole ton of actual articles from news sources on mental health and COVID-19. Now, while I'm so happy that they are coming from trustworthy sources like the CDC, um, World Health Organization, things like that, like that is amazing. We love having those resources, but it's very easy to tell whenever you read these uh, these kinds of resources. There's a lot of jargon, a lot of different um, language that may be hard for a typical reader or anybody, um, someone who just wants to know more and just like starting their research to understand. So I think where I always think journalism falls is a bridge between academics and the public. And this is especially important time for that. And we've done that with tons of things like vaccine research. There's been lots of coverage on that, taking those fancy um, reports and translating that into something that readers can understand. But I would really like to see more of that happening on mental health and COVID-19, actually getting more personal with people, talking about their personal experiences, um, taking away the jargon and making it more humanized for people to understand. Um, I think that would be great to really raise more awareness for this topic that is so important, um, especially in today's world. And I really hope to see that happen more in the future. As for myself, what will I be doing to help that? Well, I'm really hoping to cover um, a story about how mental health has impacted um, the counseling resources on my campus. And I hope to not just talk about statistics and how many people are coming in and things like that. I really want to talk to individual people about their experiences with the counseling services. How has COVID-19 affected them? And I would love to see that on a more wide scale um, besides just at the college scale. So that is really what I wanted to talk about today. I really hope that each of you are taking care of yourself in this crazy time um, and also staying safe with all the holidays coming up. And with that, I want to thank you for listening to Covering COVID-19 and just stay safe and stay sane and thank you